0: Welcome, I'm Porik Sheeran, Head of SME at 3 here in Ireland and this is the latest in our series of I and Irish Industry Podcasts, where I talk one-on-one with customers and experts about the challenges facing Irish businesses today and discuss ways of solving them. Today I'm delighted to be here recording in Moore and speaking to Adrian Begley, who's Chairperson of Moore Council, and also to my colleague Shane McHugh, who's 3 Senior Business Product Manager for IoT. And he'll tell us a bit more about the smart island technologies that can help business on the island and indeed further afield. So guys, thanks very much for joining me today.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Adrian, let's start with yourself. You've been heavily involved in the, the island project from the beginning as part of your role in Aramore Council. Can you just tell us your, your experience of being, being part of it all?
2: Uh, it's It's been busy, <laughs> but very interesting. Um, it's It's been great to see how it's developed You know, over the it's a year, period, is it? Well, it's uh, the project. I mean, we, we started in 2017. Well, the Island Council were trying to look at maybe ways of getting the diaspora, thinking about we relocating back to the island. So in the process of doing that, we established a, that there was a need for better connectivity on the island so people could work remote and then maybe have a facility on the island, like a digital hub. Um, so what we said about doing was opening that, a, a digital hub on the island, um, and we, we managed to do that through funding. We... Uh, uh, we applied for funding through the Department of Community and Rural Development we were successful in that application um, and then from that the project sort of grew and then last year um, three got in touch um, with us and said that they were interested in the project and what we were doing and said they would like to maybe give us a hand if there was any solutions they, they could put in place to sort of make the project work better so that's how the partnership came about so in the last sort of year it's you know grown a set of wings and it's you know taken off um, actually much more than, than what just the digital hub is um, it's spread right across the island now improving connectivity um, IOT solutions have been put in place which are really going to benefit the wider community not mm-hmm. just people who can work remotely so it'll feed into the, the, the tourism industry and local businesses who are tourist dependent yeah So
0: and I just, I'll take you back to the, the point you made about the diaspora the piece and it's really your starting objective. Mm-hmm. How important is that piece and what's the, what's been the extent of
2: people having to leave the island over over the years? It's a critical for us to, to continue to focus on that and not lose sight of, of what the original sort of aims were o- over the years. It's just part of the natural progression of things that people have to go away in search of work but you know, Ironmore is still going to have a lot of good things going for it. It's a very sort of positive place. There's a lot of great things going on in, in a community like this and you know, it it's just, it, you have to sort of have, you know, employment opportunities. Those employment opportunities really aren't there, you know, mm-hmm. currently at the minute. Um, they certainly weren't in the past, but they're now, you know, we're in a, in a changing world where a lot of people are now able to work remotely. A lot of industries are heading that way. And because of a lot of our diaspora, we've had to go away in search of work. We ordinarily might not have wanted to leave Ireland more, or in the past maybe had to leave Ireland more. But now it's just the way the working environment is. People are, are, are heading away. But because they didn't want to, they're now in a position to turn around and say, you know what, I'd like to move home, mm-hmm. you know, and now I can because I can work remotely from Iron more. So, you know, and, and, and th- that opportunity has now been provided by this connectivity solution that's been okay. put in place. So we
0: picture it almost in two parts. There's a connectivity element, which I suppose it's, it's physical presence as a digital hub. But then we have this whole smart island concept. And that's where I bring you in, Shane, just around what, what's, what is that about? What, what does that include?
1: Yeah, so the I suppose Smart Island concept came out of uh, when we met the council and aging, um we would have started asking questions around, you know, what's your pain points? What are you trying to solve outside of connectivity? So we know you've got the island connected now, but if you look at the wider island and the community, what are the problems that actually exist there today that you're trying to solve? So when we started talking about that and we'd get into a room and typically what we do with any business and, and treat it in exactly the same way and the approach is exactly the same in terms of trying to understand, you know, where the customer is, what they're trying to solve, what's their main problems... Uh, and then ultimately work with, you know, our teams and uh, our wider teams and with our partners, et cetera, to develop these innovative solutions that can try and solve these pain points, but find new different businesses that potentially could exist out of these pain points. So we started really, you know, talking around uh, IoT and, and you know, where we could create a smart island on our more. And uh, really three main focus key areas came out straight away, you know, them being, you know, the fisheries area, you then have environmental area and then health. So within that, we started uh, looking at different segments within each of those three key areas. And, you know, in this particular podcast, we're talking about, you know, the environment and, and where we brought that. So we, you know, started off and we looked at, well, what's the main big changing point within the island here and, and weather is the big one. Mm-hmm. So obviously you have Met Aaron that have weather stations in uh, up in Head in the the north of Donegal and then they also have Finner in the south but Aaron Moore obviously being the northwesterly point most northwesterly point in Europe sits kind of there in the middle so one of the key things was you know and really saw it as we drove the island this morning um, and seen it in real time where we're sitting right now is obviously in the modem building on the harbour side on the east side of the island and it's dry and you can look out and it's picturesque and then as you move towards the west of the island, it was lashing and rain. And then you go to the north up towards the lighthouse and you couldn't see 100 yards in front of you with the mist. Four seasons. Exactly. Yeah. So what we tried to do then is we're looking at a weather station up at the helipad. And that'll really help, I suppose, not just the pilots coming in and out for those medivacs uh, in emergency situations, but also help the the community here in terms of the different businesses so they can look at the weather in dynamic real time and see what what potentially the weather is like because it's so changeable. So, you know, there's diving schools here, there's walking tours There's obviously the ferry crossings where we came over, and then there's the inbound and outbound flights, just to name a few. Um, But we also then decided to look at, you know, what else can we do? So we put additional sensors around rainfall, air quality, you know, tidal monitors, occupancy, entry and exit points, and even electrical clamps to determine the usage of, uh, you know, of electricity in the holiday village. And we're starting to look at all this data that we're collecting and then to try and determine the insights out of that data and bring in other parts of the island such as the schools because they can use this data to develop apps as part of their coder dojo camps and that. So it's really to encompass, you know, the whole island and the community and look at this data and try and share it because ultimately it's for them to use.
0: Because, mm-hmm. Adrian, just to to bring it back in, the weather is a massive topic of conversation anywhere you go in, in Ireland, but here, apart from being a topic of conversation, it's probably much more important than that. Like, you, you, we are... On an island, it's so weather dependent, both in terms of your your day to day life, but also so many businesses who are heavily dependent on the environment around them. So, can you just, I suppose, explain that a bit further to us?
2: Well, I mean, it, it, islanders, I think, you know, are are just by nature they're a lot more sort of in touch with the environment because they live very much in it. Um, you, you're surrounded by the sea, you know. It's you know you're off the coast, so you're going to get more weather, as as it were. Um, so it's important to be able to sort of monitor those sorts of things. And, you know, any, anything that you're, that you're doing most times is weather dependent. Um, so, you know, your, your travel, your work outside, whatever it is you're doing. But, you know, it, it, it feeds in the other things too. With regards to more being where it is, it's for, for a large part of the year, it's very tourist dependent. We've got mm-hmm. a tourist dependent business. We have got you know things on the island which these IoT solutions w- will be able to assist with. So like air quality, water quality, tidal gauges, and the weather stations, and things like that will feed into things that we've. For example, we've got a surf school. You know, d- during the summer, you mm-hmm. know, we've got the water safety. You know, classes that are that take during place during the summer, and um, we've got kayak and sail and dive and. Angling. There's lots of different things that that are dependent upon the weather. So and the environment. So if the if the environment is being monitored and when we're able to show, for example, that we've got great water, you know clean air things like that but you know they're selling points you mm-hmm. can turn around you can say to people listen you know we've got all these various different things working in our favour so come here mm-hmm. so it's you know, it's a good marketable thing at the very least but it's it's also very important for the community as well for for them you know if, if, if they want to survive with regards to their business and be able to use these solutions to gather data to be able to sort of say you know this is how I can maybe improve my business or change it around or constantly looking forward to see you know how they can make themselves more sustainable and it all comes back to you know what the initial project was about and it's about sustainability. Mm-hmm. Everything we've been doing in this project has been about sustainability, it's about the community. Mm-hmm. These IoT solutions they now assist us in sustainability with regards to local business, tourism, different things like that, but also in, in, in the assistance that it gives to things like the RNLA, the helipad from the Air Corps coming in to do of action, things like that that extends right across the board. So the connectivity, while it is you know, it, it, it is, as you initially said there, but you know, it's like a tangible thing, what the hub is, people can see it, they can touch They know what it is. Um, Not everybody might see that that's for them or it might assist them. But when you see the IoT solutions going right across the island and all these different small, simple things, but very sort of dependent upon the connectivity that comes with this project and how that's been improved, it goes to show that you can sort of look for, for problems and solve them actually relatively easy with you know a bit of brainstorming as and people sit around and you know they've got the flip charts out and get stuck in to see well, how can we make this work for the community as a whole not just in one particular place like the hub but mm-hmm. straight right across the board mm-hmm. and, and and that is what it, it has come out of the iot solutions that have been put in place mm-hmm. as part of the project as well okay and shane back to, to tangibles
0: so iot is a concept we've heard you know, for a number of years at this point. But sometimes it's hard just to actually bring it down to what, what is it that we can put in people's hands? If you're a small business on the island here, what, what are the type of things that can actually be, be given to them? What sort of data and information?
1: IoT has really evolved over the last couple of years. Previously, a lot of people would have spoken about, you know, pure connectivity, where they'd used very, very small amounts of data in what they call a machine-to-machine type communication, where one device talks to another device. And telematics would have been that years ago. Um, where people would attract trucks in terms of delivery and packages. Now IoT has really evolved in terms of looking outside of that connectivity and using different potential types of connectivity to take lots and lots of different types of sensors and really have all these sensors talking to each other uh, and talking to an application that then drives insights from all the different data points on the sensors together. So one of the key things, obviously, with IoT is measurement and and data points and then what you do with the data. So, you know, if we take a typical example, the footfall analytics or the footfall sensors that we've put in at the main entry and exit point to the island, which is on the pier. So that really will give the businesses an idea of how many people are coming to the island when they're coming to the island, how long they're spending on the island and then where they're going on the island. So that will help ultimately them determine at the times the people are coming to the island, how do they have enough in capacity to cater for those peaks and troughs that they have in the seasons. And then it also helps them determine, you know, can they extend the season you know, does the season go beyond your typical summer season of July to September? Could they go into May and on to October? And then, you know, there's potential, you know, that's where they look at their costs and the efficiency within their own businesses to determine that. But then there's potential new business models that that could come out of it as well when they determine, you know, how many people are using cars and many people are walking. Could they bring something like e-bikes or e-scooters onto the island and potentially create a business out of that? So the information provided can... Help the islanders understand more about their customers, you know, and the needs of their customers, and then obviously provide that unique experience that they want to offer the customer, so that ultimately, you know, they'll plan a return trip before they've even left the island in the first place.
0: And then, if, if I'm a small business listening, and I'm I've maybe visited Arnmore, but it's I'm operating in Cork, Kerry, whatever. Yeah. What other elements of IoT could benefit me as a business?
1: Yeah. IoT is quite wide-ranging, to be honest. So we've just taken simple examples of what we can do and applied it to the island um, for the pain points to, to meet the requirements of the islanders. But... It's exactly the same format that we take with any business. We try and understand your business initially. What are those key trigger points to help you drive revenue, drive margin, reduce your costs, help with efficiencies, et cetera. And you can put different types of sensors or in some cases they may be the same. And they give you different data points to drive the insights to allow you to dynamically change your business and adapt your business to suit the needs of maybe a changing customer. So. It's all, you know, very applicable to no matter what business you're in. It's just we happen to be here in and and more, They've got a specific set of requests and we were able to put something in place for them. But likewise, we can do that for any business. Mm-hmm. And
0: Adrian, just back to the initial journey, you started out on looking for funding for for a digital hub versus where we are today and the kind of outlook we have for the the various solutions. Just what's that whole experience been like?
2: It's been interesting, <clears throat> but it's certainly been very educational, I'll say that much. I didn't know enough about IoT. Couldn't even spell
0: IoT. Didn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 been a learning journey and learning curve, but it's been very interesting, you know, and and as, as you engage with projects like this, you know, especially when you're working with people who are very passionate about what they do and very sort of knowledgeable in, in, in what they do, you know, you, you tend to learn pretty quick. So, you know, we've been having IoT calls almost every sort of week, talking about the project and where the solutions were going to go and, you know, sort of getting the whole logistics put in place of putting everything where it's meant to be. So it's it's been fun, to be honest, you know. Yeah. Uh, but now, you know, when you can see these things happening, being put in place um, and being told what they're for and what they can... Be used for it tends to sort of spark more interest and say well what else can we do you know what mm-hmm. you know how, how much further down the path can we take this yeah so it's it's all been it's a very progressive journey but certainly a very learning one and, and it, 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 i think for the future it's been a very beneficial one for the island moving forward you know
0: excellent so um exciting times ahead Indeed. no doubt so adrian shane I just like to thank you for your, your time today thank our listeners and just to remind people that any of the topics we talk about including more about RMR, they're available on 3's business learning centre that's connected.3.ie. So until the next time, hold on to your hat, lads.